0: Hi, this is Janet Lansbury, and welcome to Unruffled. In this episode, I'm going to be responding to an email I received about a girl who is two years old and voicing her feelings, and sometimes saying things that her mother isn't sure about. Here's the note that I received. My two-year-old is very in tune with voicing her feelings. I'm sad, I'm mad, I'm happy, I love you, etc. We've learned she needs her own space at times, and she now says, Excuse me, or no thank you, instead of go away, or pushing. But lately, when she's in disagreement with something I've said, she says, I know like you, go away. I know she means, I'm upset with what you have said, but how do I rephrase her, and should I? Do I say anything about how it's not nice to say things like that? My biggest concern is she is saying these things to kids at school. Recently, she said this to her speech teacher when her session was done. I needed to discuss a few things with her teacher, but my daughter wanted my full attention and was ready for her teacher to leave. I thought this didn't happen until the teen years. And she says, ha ha. And I'll also say, ha ha, (laughs) ha 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 ha. I don't want my daughter to stop voicing her feelings, but I wish her words were a little kinder. Am I asking too much from a two-year-old with speech issues? To that last question, yes, I would say that this little girl is actually amazing. First of all, that she is so verbal, able to express herself verbally, and also that she is so in touch with her needs and her feelings. That's wonderful. That's uh, precocious, in my experience and opinion. So, there's no problems there. And one of the wonderful things about young children, the reason I love working with them, one of the reasons I love working with them and getting to spend so much time with them is that they are so authentic. They tell it like it is and they look at you with such openness. You know, they're peering into your soul and you're seeing theirs, and it's just a precious, precious time of life. But what that means is that sometimes they're going to say things that are a little bit clumsy, um, blunt, not socially acceptable for a an older child to say, but for a two-year-old, I think it's perfectly fine. I actually relate to this a lot. I relate to the toddler, <laughs> There I go again. My inner toddler is rearing her head. I relate to toddlers. When I have work that I don't want to do or when I'm just, you know, tired and I just want to go play and I don't want to do this anymore, I feel like saying, I don't like you. Get me out of here. I don't want to do this anymore. Ah, I know what that feels like. So the fact that she's saying this to her speech teacher makes a lot of sense here's a girl that's going to school at two years old. And I don't know if this lesson happens on the same day as she already has school. But if that's the case, or even if it isn't, that's a lot to expect of a two-year-old to be able to work with somebody on their agenda for them. (laughs) Uh, Two-year-olds Like younger children and like children really up until the age of, I don't know, five or six or maybe even then as well, but uh, they can handle other things. Young children are self-directed in their learning. That's the best way that they learn to focus, that they learn to love, hold on to their love of natural love of learning. It isn't really natural for them to be able to sit and work on what someone else wants them to work on. So that is a stretch for them, and they're not going to want to do this for long periods, and especially at the end of the day after they've had school, it's difficult. I don't recommend generally. I mean, this sounds like it's, it's necessary, but if classes or lessons are you know simply optional – I don't really recommend them at this age at all. I would wait until the child is at least 4 or 5 and then expressing a serious interest in doing whatever it is. But that's a whole other blog post. I think I've written a couple posts about that and, you know, a whole other podcast that I'm not going to do right now. But what it means here is that yes, <laughs> she's done with the lesson. She wants this lady to leave. I'm done. And this teacher, I hope, would understand. Anybody working with children this age, I hope, would not be offended. Would not take this personally. I know I wouldn't if I heard that, and I have heard things like that from children um, in my classes. Or they've maybe they haven't said it, but they've <laughs> pushed me away. I don't take it personally. I appreciate the clarity and the authenticity of young children. So what I would do as this uh, mother suggests in her note i would i would help rephrase her more like translate her as she's talking you know she says i know like you to this the speech teacher and i would acknowledge seems like you're really done with this today seems like you really want her to go home and you you're tired of the speech lesson and then i would say to the speech teacher thank you so much Thank you so much for coming, knowing that that's really what's going in, that modeling is what is teaching our children about manners and graciousness and all of those things. So correcting her in any other way right there or telling her that isn't nice to say, that's only going to undermine her confidence in speaking, which is, like I said, it's amazing she's doing this. And it's just not really understanding where she is at all. And it can also be what makes behavior like this become testing. Because now we've said, I don't like when you do that. And all she has to do is say these words. And she's going to get a rise, a little bit of a rise, disapproving rise out of her mother. So then it becomes kind of this magnetic thing to do. So I would just take that out of the way. And I would not worry about it, and I would, you know, help her rephrase just by acknowledging and saying what you know that she means by this, you know, not that you know for sure what she means, but it seems like you're saying, you're done. You want the lesson to be over. You want your mom back. And if I was that teacher, I would say, wow, I hear you. You're telling me to go away. You are so done with me right now. (laughs) I mean... uh, it's a two-year-old child. You know, It's to me, this is endearing. I don't know. Call me crazy. Maybe because I feel as in myself wanting to say these things sometimes, and I don't, but I want to. To me, it's it's wonderfully authentic, and I wouldn't necessarily encourage it, but I would not make a big deal out of this at all. I would let it go. Now, in regard what to say to your daughter when she's wanting your full attention, you need to talk to the teacher a bit and she's interrupting. First of all, I would be careful about expecting that you're going to have a conversation with another adult that is not going to be interrupted when your two-year-old is tired at the end of the day or in the afternoon or has just had a lesson. It can be difficult. (laughs) Um, So I wouldn't set yourself up to be disappointed that way, but if you want to try to to talk a bit right there and not on the phone later, and your daughter's saying, no, 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 go away, I don't like you, to this woman or man, first of all, staying unruffled, (laughs) staying unruffled in this situation is really important, and just nodding your head and saying to your daughter, I hear you're really done, you know, acknowledging her feelings, you really, really want just me right now, I hear you. And then say a few more words to (laughs) the speech teacher. And, you know, if you're interrupted again, maybe just turn and nod your head and then turn back to the speech teacher. So not giving this negative attention, not letting it rattle you, all of those things will be, you know, respectful towards your daughter in this situation. You know, she's eager to be done with work and just get to do what she wants to do. And I certainly understand that. So, you know, do your best. But I would try not to get uh, angry with your daughter about, it doesn't sound like you are, but I would try not to get angry with your daughter about this very, very expected normal behavior. And now this mother also says that she's, her, she said her biggest concern is that her daughter's saying this to kids at school. Well, you know, if she is, Kids at school, they understand each other. They know what she means. <laughs> They've, they have a language, you know, that they understand. This is similar to, you know, when children use the word mine, they don't mean, and I believe I spoke about this in a, another podcast, they don't mean, my mother bought this at the store and it belongs to me. And they know the other child doesn't mean that either when the child says mine. It means, I want to hold that right now. I want to use what you have. I like that. I want that. It's expressing something very authentic in the moment. So I wouldn't worry at all that she's saying this with other kids. And and chances are are pretty good that she probably isn't saying this to kids at school because these are the kinds of expressions of feelings that children usually share with their loved ones at home and don't take out socially so much, um, which doesn't mean that she wouldn't, but it's it's not as likely. So I hope to check that worry off your list and check, you know, worry that you've got to correct her and that this is a problem and she's turning into a mean girl. Check that off your list. This sounds like a lovely, exuberant girl who really is in touch with her feelings and comfortable about expressing them. And that's really cool. And the fact that she can say this in front of her teacher That's kind of saying something actually good about her relationship with her teacher, that she can be that authentic. So I don't see any problems here at all. So hope that helps. And if you appreciate this, please check out some of my other podcasts. Both of my books are available on audio at audible.com and in paperback at Amazon and in ebook at Amazon, Barnes and Noble and apple.com no bad kids will give you a lot more information about these kinds of topics and also my first book is called elevating child care a guide to respectful parenting which is more of an overview of magda gerber's approach to parenting and it's pretty eye-opening it's changed my life and it's made this my work and you know i have to say that i am not a baby person <laughs> i never was a baby person now i'm a baby person but I wasn't a baby person because I didn't think that you could really talk to babies and have relationships with them that were person to person. And once I learned how to do that and that you could do that, that, that they actually are all there ready to engage with you and that they'll start to respond as soon as you start to communicate with them, they'll start to show you that they, <laughs> they get it. Then they became very interesting to me especially because these are the most authentic people you'll ever meet, you'll ever get a chance to spend time with. So it really is a gift, and we can learn so much from these young children. Thanks so much for listening. We can do this.